Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Proverbs 23. We're going to be covering the sayings of Solomon, um, sayings 7 through 20. But before we do that, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this day and for watching over us. Thank you for loving us and for caring about us. You're very generous and kind. You're gracious. And Lord, I just lift up this reading. I lift up this day to you. I pray that our hearts, our minds, and our spirits would be open. And that Holy Spirit, you would speak to us. You would guide us. You would teach us. That we would learn your wisdom. That we would understand it and have understanding about what you want from us. I pray for the strength to apply it to our lives so that we can bring you honor and glory. I thank you for all that you've done. I pray that this would be a a reading with your insights, nothing from me, that it would only be from you. So guide us today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Chapter 23, verse 1. When you sit to dine with a ruler, note well that what is before you, and put a knife to your throat if you are given to gluttony. Do not crave his delicacies, for that food is deceptive. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches. They are gone, for they will surely sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. Saying 9. Do not eat the food of a begrudging host. Do not crave his delicacies, for he is the kind of person who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up little of you will vomit up the little you have eaten and will have wasted your compliments. So this is a lot like give with a willing heart. So when Jesus and God is saying, you know, to tithe, we need to do it with a willing heart. It's the same thing with this person, a begrudging host. They're not happy to be doing it. And so they may say they are, but their heart isn't such. Saying 10, verse 9, Do not speak to fools, for they will scorn your prudent words. Saying 11, Do not move an ancient boundary stone, or encroach on the fields of the fatherless. For their defender is strong, he will take up their case against you. Saying 12, Apply your heart to instruction and your ears to words of knowledge. Saying 13, Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish them with the rod, they will not die. But punish them with the rod and save them from death. I think about when my daughter, my oldest daughter, one time we kept telling her, don't go out into the street, don't go past our driveway. And she looked at us very directly and just decided, turned her head, and she ran into the street. Well... My wife went and gave her one slap on the leg, and she cried like crazy. Didn't hurt her. She didn't even slap her that hard. But it startled her a little bit. Guess what? She never went into the street without holding our hands. Save them from death. It doesn't kill them. doesn't even really hurt them. Anyway, saying 14. My son, if your heart is wise, then my heart will be glad indeed. My inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Saying 15, Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There is surely a future hope for you, 
and your hope will not be cut off. You know, there have been times when my life is really challenging, and I sit there and I'm struggling financially or in many other ways, and I look at someone who I know they're cheating, or I know they're not being honest, and they're sitting there driving a brand new car, killing it. Maybe they have a new boat where they're going all flying all over the world. And I sit there, I'm like, oh, man. But I shouldn't do that. Instead, I should know that God has a future for me that's much better for me. Saying 16, listen, my son, and be wise, and set your heart on the right path. Do not join those who drink too much wine, or gorge yourselves on meat, for drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness drowsiness clothes them in rags. Saying 17, Listen to your father who gave you life, and do not despise your mother when she is old. But the truth, buy the truth, and do not sell it. Wisdom, instruction, and insight as well. The father of a righteous child has great joy. A man who's fa- who fathers a wise son rejoices in him. May your father and mother rejoice. May she, be, may she who gave you birth be joyful. Saying 18, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes delight in my ways. They say that in the readings I was doing, that this is Solomon speaking as Christ. You know, God is, Christ is speaking through him. And this is really, it's like, give me your heart. Christ is talking to us, saying, God is saying to us, give me your heart. Give me you. Give me your whole being. It strikes me very intensely. Verse 27, for an adulterous woman is a deep pit and a wayward wife is a narrow well. Like a bandit, she lies in wait and multiplies the unfaithful among men. And then verse saying 19, this one's impactful to me because I'm giving up. I'm doing a dry January. I'm not doing a dry January because, hey, I'm just trying to be healthy. I drink too much or I drank too much and I needed to get it under control. And I could relate to some of this, not all of it, but some. So... You know, this one hit home to me pretty important. Verse uh, 29. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaints? Who has needless bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? Those who linger over wine and who go to sample bowls of mixed wine. You know, I can relate to that. I've not felt good in the morning. I've woken up and like, man. And I notice when I don't drink or don't drink much, the complaining that I do goes away. It's reduced considerably. The drama in my life is reduced dramatically too. Verse 31, do not gaze at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a snake and poisons like a viper. Your eyes will see strange sights and your mind will imagine confusing things. You will be like one sleeping on high seas, lying on top of the rigging. I've been there. They hit me, you will say, but I'm not hurt. They beat me, but I do not feel it. When will I wake up so I can have another drink? So this is probably, I mean, not probably, this is the longest saying he has. And it all applies to to drinking. And Solomon is a very wise man. He fell away. He had some challenges. But he, he knew what he was talking about. So for me, it's good to heed 
And in this dry January, I'm going to heat it and hopefully maybe, I don't know, turn it into dry February, March, do a whole quarter. I don't know. Anyways, with that, that's the end of the, the chapter. So let's go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. It's uplifting, it's gracious, and it's practical. It's amazing how something written thousands of years ago applies to us today. And I'm thankful for the insight and the wisdom that you, that you impart on us. So, Father, I lift up this reading. I lift up this time, and I pray that you'd be honored and glorified, that you would be speaking to us, that our, our souls and our spirits would be completely filled with your wisdom, your love, and your insight. I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.